Welcome to Signaling God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. It is necessary and essential many times to go back to the first principles of the doctrine of Christ. Many have uh, written to me saying that they went into the streets of Pakistan and uh, uh, they had decisions for Christ and saying they're born again. Now, that would be true if it was before the cross of Jesus, before the death of our own resurrection. That would be present truth, simply being repentance. But repentance is not salvation. It's not the present truth. It's not even Pentecostal truth. There, when we see fundamentalists saying that repentance is all there is to salvation, that is before the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, and certainly not the present truth, not anywhere near it. We must take a look at the scriptures, and we have to walk in the present light of truth of the Word of God. The path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. We all realize that. But what is the present truth? Well, that is let and guide and the Holy Ghost unto all truth and whosoever the Son of God has set free is free indeed. That requires us to walk in the light as he's in the light, just as the epistle of John states. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, the man Christ Jesus, then we have fellowship one with another. That's blood flow within the body of Christ. That's the life-giving force through the blood of Jesus through each member in the body of Christ. And then, and only then, does the blood of Jesus cleanse us from all sin. It's predicated upon walking in the light, in the truth, as Jesus is in the light. So it behooves us to walk in the light as he's in the light. Because if we don't, then we walk in darkness. And if I not be single, the whole body's full of light. But if I not be darkness, how great is that darkness? I responded to the ministers there and rejoiced with them in that the people did come at least to repentance, but stated that's not being born again. To be born again is in the Pentecostal truth of Acts 2.38. In Acts the second chapter, when the day of Pentecost has fully come, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus had already passed, according to the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Then, after Jesus' passion of being seen alive of many as the 500 at one time for 40 days, then Jesus then ascended up to heaven. He said, you men of Galilee, why stand you here gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus will also come back in like manner. But before that Jesus ascended, he said, wait for the promise of the Father. That that promise of the Father is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Christ, the Son of God, coming to us. God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, where we cry, Abba, Father, one in the self-same Spirit, Galatians 4, 6. But how do we get it? How are we born again in John 3? John 3, Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night. Rabbi, thou art a teacher from God. Jesus said, Except a man be born of the water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, Nicodemus, that was impossible 
in the natural for him to receive. He said, how's a man that is old and the second time into his mother's womb? Jesus said, that which is flesh is flesh. That which is spirit is spirit. He's talking spiritual things. Except a man be born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Marvel not at that, Nicodemus. Well, Peter, having the keys to the kingdom, was the preacher on the day of Pentecost. Now, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus was already declared in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's the Feast of Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, and Feast of First Fruits, Shadow of Things to Come, Christ our Passover sacrifice for us. A perfect, spotless, blameless Lamb of God, taking away the sin of the world. The first begotten from the dead. There he has the preeminence in all things. Therefore, he fulfilled all seven feasts. Jesus paid for that. Everything that's going to happen prophetically in the feast of the Lord, the divine appointments of God with man on the cross through his eternal blood sacrifice once and for all. But we have to have the blood applied. The blood applied is not applied to us without water. We even see that in Moses, sprinkle the people and the book there with blood along with water. Why? Because Jesus came by water and blood. Not by blood only, but by water and blood. That's reason Longinus went pierced Jesus' side after he had died. Forthwith there came water and blood. There Jesus birthed the church out of his own side. Even as Adam, a deep sleep was called, uh, caused upon Adam, and therewith God made woman. Bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, speaking of great mystery concerning Christ and the church, were birthed bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh. Newborn Christians. That is not just through repentance alone. Now, thank God they repented <clears throat> in Pakistan. That's wonderful. But that not born again. There, you have to go on just as Peter stated in Acts, the second chapter. They received the Holy Ghost. They went into the upper room. And there was 10 days that they were in that upper room from the 40 days that Jesus had been seen alive after his passion. 50 Pentecost, 50 days there after first fruits, not after Passover, after first fruits, <clears throat> after the resurrection of Jesus. Well, after the resurrection, you will number seven weeks, seven sevens. That's 49. And on the morrow, that is 50. Pentecost, 50 days. After first fruits, they were all in one mind and one accord in the upper room. Suddenly came a sound of the rushing mighty wind, and cloven tongues of fire appeared and settled on each one of them. They were filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Now, was that all there is to it? No. And in Acts 37, they said, Men and brethren, what must we do? Peter had already said that Jesus 
the man Christ Jesus. For all the house of Israel to know assuredly that that same Jesus that they had crucified, God had made him, has made him both Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ the Holy Ghost. They said, men and brethren, what must we do? And there's your key. The keys to the kingdom given to Peter, as he stated there in Acts 38, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of your sins, born of the water. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit, for the promise is unto you, to your children, to many that are afar off, even to as many as the Lord our God shall call. Well, that started the Pentecostal, the Feast of Weeks, the second season of Pentecost, called Pentecostals. Now, two days have passed since then, a day with the Lord, a thousand years, a thousand years as one day. Now we're in the third day. We're in a totally different season. So in the Pentecostal season for that truth, you can't skip any of these feasts of the Lord. Every feast is how you eat the flesh of Jesus in obedience and drink his blood. That blood is given for us in the New Testament given for you, Jesus said. It must be obeyed unto righteousness. So it's not just repentance or asking Jesus to come into your heart or for that matter saying the sinner's prayer. Godly sorrow worketh repentance unto salvation. Repentance is not salvation. A godly sorrow does work repentance. It works it unto salvation. Nowhere did it say repentance was salvation. Now, we see that in Acts 19 chapter, the present truth in Pentecost Now, we're in a higher glory now. But in the Pentecostal truth that we must make sure that we have taken and eaten every feast of the Lord and in obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness, or we will not make heaven. And here comes Paul. He sees 12 brethren. They were believers but they had heard only the preaching of Apollos, which preached only the baptism of John the Baptist under repentance, much like people do today, thinking that repentance alone is salvation. You repent, you're saved, and that's their message. But it's simply not the truth, not present truth. Before the cross, before Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, John the Baptist did baptize with water under repentance, saying, bring bring forth fruits, meat for repentance. Make straight the paths of the Lord. Well, he was a forerunner to Jesus in his first coming. But then after Jesus died on that cross, fulfilling the feast of Passover, the feast of unleavened bread, and the feast of first fruits, then that death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, there fulfilled the 
the season of Passover with the first three feasts. And Jesus stated there that we must enter into that, into those feasts of the Lord, not just repentance only, but the Feast of Unleavened Bread. That is, buried with Jesus in baptism. What know you not that were many were you that were baptized, were baptized into Christ's death. That's Romans 6, 1-4. Don't leave that feast of the Lord out because it will cost a person their soul. Well, well, many say they're Jews and are not. You see that in Smyrna and in the Church of Philadelphia in Revelation 2 and Revelation 3. Well, where did they miss it? They thought they were Jews. They thought that they were spiritual Jews. Romans 2, 28 and 29. Those that he is not a Jew that is one outwardly. That's a natural Jew. And the circumcision of that which is outward. Circumcision of the flesh. But he is a Jew that is one inwardly. Now take a look at that. To be a Jew, a spiritual Jew, the Israel of God in the church. You have to have a spiritual circumcision of the heart in the spirit, whose praise is not a man but of God. Romans 2, 28 and 29. Then Paul elaborates that again on Romans 6, 1 through 4. Then he goes on and tells us in Romans 6, that whosoever you yield your members of service to obey, him are you the servants to whom you obey, telling us that obedience is then required also under righteousness. There, either of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness, which yields the peaceable fruits of holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. But he states that in Romans 6, 1 through 4, that we are baptized with Jesus in his death, just as Paul said in Galatians 2, 20, I was crucified with Christ. How? Water baptism. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. There he was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Paul's own testimony in Acts, the 22nd chapter. He said he was on the road to Damascus. A great light appeared to him at noonday, brighter than the sun, and it blinded him. He said, Who art thou, Lord? Who art thou, Lord Jehovah God Almighty? He said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It's hard for you, Paul, Saul of Tarsus, to kick against the pricks. Now, God's speaking to him in the Hebrew tongue. I'm Yeshua. That's a Yeshua, Hamashiach. Jesus, the Messiah. He is that light now. He is that glorified Jesus made a quickening spirit, 1 Corinthians 15.45. But how do you get in him? In Christ, through Christ, by Christ. Simply by repentance and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. There's no other way to have your sins remitted. Repentance won't do it. Just as Paul stated there. Of his own testimony. There he said he's seen the Lord. He has a revelation of the name. I am Jesus. 
whom thou persecutest, Saul. You're called to be an example of long-suffering. He'll be an apostle to the Gentiles. And he will be healed of his blindness, God sending Ananias to him. Notice that after he receives his sight, even though all that he had been through, seeing the great light, God himself, seeing the Lord, having the revelation of the name Jesus, and being told of his calling, that would be an apostle or preacher, and being healed of blindness. Still, Ananias says to him, Brother Saul, why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized, washing away your sins, calling upon the name of the Lord. Paul was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone in the New Testament were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost, which are simply titles. It's not a proper name. Somebody said, well, if I'm baptized, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, I still have the name applied. No, you don't. Because it's only in the blood name of God, and according to Acts 4.12, there's no other name, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost, El Shaddai, Lord Jehovah, no matter what we call him, we have to take on the revealed name of God. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. Jehovah is salvation. Believing on the name of the Son of God. And taking on that name in baptism. That's your wedding garment. Or as many as been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Somebody said, you mean if I have a street evangelism? Just like they did in Pakistan. And they repented, and they raised their hand and said they gave their heart to Jesus. Well, that's wonderful. They repented. Are they born again? No, they're not. You mean they have to go to the water? Yes. Of course. And that's the reason many will be deceived in the last days, thinking that water baptism is not necessary. They say they're Jews in Smyrna, Revelation 2, and in Philadelphia, Revelation 3, and are not, but of the synagogue of Satan. What? Synagogue of Satan? How can that be? Well, if you don't go into all truth, then you're not free indeed. You have to be obedient and be born again of the water and the spirit. That is done simply by the key given to us of Peter, having the keys to the kingdom. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Well, what does that water baptism do? Well, we see that in Colossians 2, verse 10 through 12, that you are complete in him, Jesus, and have need of nothing else, in whom you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hand. The circumcision of the heart. That's how you believe with the heart. Confession is made with the mouth, but with the heart. Man believeth unto salvation. Not with a mind, not with just saying an intellectual repentance, but the heart has to be circumcised. That's how you believe with the heart. And that circumcision made without hands in putting off the deeds of the body of the flesh. How? Colossians 2.12, only by baptism. There is no other way. Somebody said, that's not faith. 
Yes, it is. Through faith in the operation of God when he raised him from the dead. It's a circumcision of Christ. That is God, that the operation of faith, that God takes a spiritual scaffold in the name of Jesus Christ, invoking that name under heaven whereby we all must be saved, Acts 4.12. For there is no other name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. As men have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. That's your wedding garment. Then you're called by the name of Jesus, of whom the whole body in heaven and earth is named. The whole family of God takes on that name. You're bought with a price. And it's by baptism, Colossians 2.12. Through that circumcision of Christ, through faith in the operation of God, when he raised him from the dead. So just as God, Jesus Christ raised his own body from the dead. That's John 2, 19. Jesus stated, destroy this temple. Three days I will raise it up. He did that, declared to be the son of God through the spirit by the resurrection from the dead. Romans 1, 3 and 4. That now we also in a like figure, baptism doth also now save us. Not the putting away the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. Conscience being in the human spirit of man, being circumcised of the body of sins of the flesh, cut off, circumcised by water baptism. So you that there and your evangelist, and you're doing a great work. You're boldly going into the streets in Pakistan. 98% Muslim. And you're declaring the name of Jesus. And some 43 souls took a decision for Christ. That's wonderful. They've repented. Now, get them born again. And that is done. Through repent, don't stop there. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Now you're born of the water. And they must pray through through the Holy Ghost what the old-timers called pray through. You're not with an intellectual speaking in tongues through your mind, but it's birthed out of your belly, chauffeur rivers of living waters. It's birthed in the spirit of man. The Holy Ghost comes in that praises of God. God inhabits the praise of his, of his people. And then when you search for God with all your heart, that day you'll find him. And he will fill you, baptize you with that Holy Ghost and that with fire. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Until you are born of the water, water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, and receive the Holy Ghost out with evidence of speaking in other tongues, you're not born again. Now, these are basic fundamentals. Now, that was Pentecostal truth. As that you are established, Peter said, in the present truth. He said it in his epistle. And this grace comes to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. But now, we have gone a full two days later. Now we're in the third day, or 2022. We're in another season. Not Pentecost anymore, but Tabernacleist. We're not Pentecostal. We're Tabernacleist. We're going on to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, 
And there are three other moed, or feast of the Lord, a divine appointments of God with man that we're entering into now in the work of the ministry. That's the ones uh, that have been perfected uh, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, come full grown as fathers. I write unto you fathers because you've known him as from the beginning. Now we will con- cover that in other podcasts as we have done in the past and will continue to do so in the present truth. But we want to reiterate, you must be born again to enter into the kingdom of God. How do you do that? You partake and eat the flesh of Jesus and drink his blood in every seven feasts of the Lord. And the first three feasts is the feast of Passover. Repent. The feast of unleavened bread. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then first fruits. You're raised as a new creature. Just as God raised Jesus from the dead, so you're raised a new creature in Christ Jesus. The body of the sins of the flesh is cut off by baptism, circumcised. Your heart now, you can believe with the heart because it's been circumcised. The body of the sins of the flesh cut off and now you have a good conscience toward God. Then you don't stop there. You go on and receive the Holy Ghost, the fourth feast of the Lord in the second season of Pentecost. Now that's Pentecostal present truth in the days of Paul, Peter, James, John. But we're far, far down the road, greater revelation than they had for the path of the justice as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. So we must make sure that we have partaken up each feast of the Lord until the present feast of the Feast of Trumpets, the ministry voice of Jesus, to be an overcomer there, doing the will of God, overcoming the world, the devil, and our own flesh, to where we will be vessels meet for the master's use, preaching this gospel of the kingdom to all the world, for a witness unto all nations, and then the end will come. So you must repent, don't stop there, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of your sins, born of the water. Your sins are remitted. You can believe with your heart now because your heart is circumcised and you are a spiritual Jew. That's had the circumcision of the heart and that in the spirit that you'll see in Romans 2, 28 and 29, Romans 6, 1 through 4, Colossians 2, 10 through 12. Now you go on and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Outward evidence of speaking in other tongues. Every place that you read in the Word of God, no no one was ever baptized in the name Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That's not a name. That's not the revealed name of God. That's not the blood name of God. The blood name. Notice in the book of Acts. They said, never, never more preach anymore in this man's name, Jesus. For when you do, you intend to bring his blood upon us. Why? Because that's the blood name of God Almighty. Jehovah is salvation. My God has become my salvation. So, you that have got, gotten 
there through your preaching and evangelism of the Word of God, the people to repent. Don't stop there. Get them born again. That, unleavened bread, first fruits, and the Feast of Pentecost. Buried in the name of Jesus. That is water baptism. And receiving the Holy Ghost, now you're born of the water and the Spirit. That starts their believers walk in the Holy Ghost. They've been born of the water and the Spirit. They have partaken of four feasts of the Lord. The Feast of Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, Feast of First Fruits, Death, Burial, and Resurrection, and Pentecost, receiving the Holy Ghost. Now, the Holy Ghost will lead you and guide you into all truth. That's where we are now. But please, without receiving the Holy Ghost, there's no way a person will come unto perfection. They will say they're Jews and they are not because they've never had the spiritual circumcision of the heart. For he is a Jew that is one inwardly and that circumcision of the heart in the spirit by water baptism. There's no other way. So we admonish you there to take these believers that have made a decision for Christ. Wonderful. They have repented. That's wonderful. That's great news. Don't stop there. Get them born again, simply through obedience, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, born of the water, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Be sure and cover all of these feasts of the Lord, because if we miss one promise, there that is given to us, Paul admonishes them, take heed lest a promise slip any of you, you should seem to come short of entering into his rest. Hebrews 4. Let's make sure that we are doing what the Lord said in obedience under righteousness so that we can give a good account for our ministry in obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we'd like to hear from you. If the Holy Ghost bears witness there, then please download our app, Sealing God's People for our daily podcast, broadcasting on jcic.tv once a week, every Sunday at 2 o'clock. You can also write to me, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75602, or phone me, country code plus one, 903-746-4885. If you would like to work with us in the ministry, that we have nations open to us now greater than ever before. We need your help, need your assistance of those that are called for that work. Please call me. And that again, country code plus one, 903-746-4885. You can email me. And that is Sealing God's People at DennisBeard.org. Again, Sealing God's People at DennisBeard.org. You can also message us. I'm DennisBeard.org, SealingGodsPeople.org, SealingGodsPeople.com. Well, we pray that God perfect that which is lacking in all of us, and we all may be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.